this podcast, we will be catching up with Bob Siriani, Program Director of the Speech-Language Pathology Department at Salus, about what's new in the program and in the Speech-Language Institute. Hi, this is Bob Siriani. I'm the Chair and Program Director in the Department of Speech-Language Pathology at Salus University's College of Health Sciences, Education, and Rehabilitation. I was promoted to chair in March of 2020, but I've actually been with the university since 2014 as their inaugural clinical director um, and taking on the role of the chair, like I said, in 2020. Um, I'm also an associate professor having roles uh, for teaching as well as supervising in our on-campus clinic. Is there anything new in the SLP program? Um, we have a lot of uh, new projects that we've gotten to uh, launch in the last couple of months. Um, we're really building courses that have lab experiences built into them. We know that there are a variety of learners out there. Not everybody can sort of sit and um, listen to a lecture or read a text and sort of assume the information. So building in patient care and lab experiences as part of the course has been a really nice enhancement to our didactic uh, approach to working with the SLP uh, curriculum. We're also um, beginning to add some more simulated patient experiences um, as a bridge between the didactic and the clinical work. And um, you know, the, the faculty has been really busy recently with some grants and research projects, specifically around ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, as well as childhood apraxia of speech. Is there anything new at the clinic? That's one thing I really like about the program is that there is a seamless interchange between what goes on in the classroom and what goes on in the clinic. Um, we are working with um, some new groups this semester, um, including uh, local pre-K counts which really focuses on uh, early literacy and language skills for some of the youngest students in a local school. Uh, we also have partnered with We, we Rock the Spectrum. It's a, it's a gym that uh, specializes working with uh, children with autism and their families. What, what happens is a clinical educator, somebody that's on our faculty here in the department, will take a group of students out and conduct services at those sites. So, um, for example, when we go out to We Rock the Spectrum, uh, they're uh, they're partnering with the the company, and we are doing services uh, for them at that site. So the students really get um, an opportunity to get off campus into the community and um, begin to see what the profession looks like um, in uh, the neighborhoods that we serve. That's really the hallmark of the Salas's, um, um, most of Salas's program is to really get um, our students involved in clinical care from the very beginning. Um, so the in the speech pathology program, uh, students start from their very first semester working in our clinic and our offsite partnerships with the faculty and clinical educators so that they see the stuff in the classroom come alive, come alive in the clinical experiences. Um, we've expanded our TBI and aphasia groups, including a brand new poetry group um, that meets once a month uh, for individuals that have uh, language deficits following a stroke. And we're really excited to bring in some uh, new equipment over the next couple of uh, weeks, including a new portable endoscopic system so that our students can learn how to conduct um, 
swallowing evaluations using a small endoscope that's passed through the nose, as well as some ultrasound machine. Um, not sure quite what um, we'll be doing with that, but I understand that there are some um, new testing procedures that we're going to be able to do around uh, motor speech disorders and speech sound disorders. Since the program is going through reaccreditation, can you talk about what that means for current and prospective students? Sure, absolutely. So um, in order to provide educational services, all programs have to be accredited by the Council on Academic Accreditation in Audiology and Speech Pathology, commonly known as the CAA in our business. And um, we have to provide an annual report to them basically updating our policies and procedures, making sure that our faculty are in place and that the students are meeting um, the goals and objectives of the program. And every um, few years, in this case, um, it, we're in our fifth year of a fully accredited program. So we have to go through our first reaccreditation, which means uh, a group comes from the CAA on campus to interview faculty, students, administrators here at the university. And then they make a report basically verifying that everything we've put in our self-studies has been demonstrated. Um, and uh, that process will happen early in the spring when we have our visitors come on board. And then we'll have our um, reaccreditation sometime in the summer of 2024. And then um, we'll expect uh, another visit in about seven years. So that they um, they go in about seven year cycle. So it's actually a really exciting time to be here on campus because we get to do a lot of bragging about the really um, interesting experiences our students get, the 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 deep and meaningful work our clinic does in our communities, and the important research that that comes out of our program. The report is basically showing evidences that we are doing all the things that we said we're doing. And then the site visit is the verification of that. So ultimately the students want uh, a strongly accredited program because it's going to validate the um, program's ability to make sure that they become competent, confident speech pathologists upon graduation. What does the merger with Drexel mean for the SLP program? Our understanding at this point is that there's really not going to be any day-to-day -day difference in how we manage um, the programs here at, at Salus. Um, our name might change in the next year or two, or maybe even three, um, but we don't think that that will have any impact on our curriculum and the programs that we are um, aligned with. And we can only really see the, the benefits for students and faculty being part of a larger institution. But we don't expect the program to change much at all, including our location. Are there any other projects the SLP program is involved in? Yeah, we have some really um, fun stuff coming up. Um, we are uh, planning an international service trip. Uh, we have partnered with a group called Therapy Abroad. Um, they're a long-term long-term provider of uh, travel services for therapy students. And they have a really nice sustainability um, attitude with the way they approach um, having students travel and experience uh, culture and clinical services. And um, they're partnering with a new uh, 
a Ministry of Education on the island of Dominica. So uh, we're really excited to uh, uh, hopefully do some traveling in August. Um, we're building a really neat relationship with the Philly Goat Project. Um, we, one of our faculty members who's an expert in augmentative communication and autism is working with the, the farm that's local to um, Salis here in Philadelphia. And how do we engage um, uh, all types of children in experiences uh, with the Philly Goat Project? Um, and we're also uh, sort of along the same lines uh, working with an international partner in Brazil to offer uh, speech pathologists in that country enhanced learning around augmentative and alternative communication. So um, as much as uh, Salas is a small suburban Philadelphia uh, institution, we really are excited about our global expansion with um, service trips and, and education uh, again, locally and abroad. For more information about the speech-language pathology program, visit salis.edu slash SLP.